Welcome to Tanya Crosspoint's Chabad Arizal Melozhin, Perk Aleph, Part 1. In this episode, we're, we're going to be going into the identification and the personality of the Tzaddik, the Benini, and the Rosha. It's something we're not going to complete in this episode. It's rather, that's going to take us into a much longer journey that will only be completed later. The Alter Rebbe opens up the first chapter with the word Tanya, which generally connotates teaching from Tanoim, which is not correct in this case. And perhaps the reason why the Alter Rebbe uses this expression is to mirror that of the Rashbi in his Idra. The Sefer Gimel Danida, at the end of the third chapter, Nida, So over there in the third chapter of Nida, tells us that the soul before coming down is administered an oath to be a tzaddik, not to be a rasha. And even if everyone was to say that you're a tzaddik, you should still put your, you should still view yourself as a rasha. So the Alter Rebbe asks, based on the Mishnah in Avais, the Mishnah in Avais tells us you shouldn't view yourself as a rasha. And the Alter Rebbe continues, in addition to what it says in Avis, if a person is going to view themselves as a Rasha, it's going to interfere with their Avidus Hashem in a way of Simcha. And if a person was to take the opposite extreme and just disregard it, then it could lead to a state of carelessness, God forbid. The author continues, Unlike the typical terminology of Yeshleimar, which is used to answer a question, it's possible the Alter Rebbe is using a different terminology here because he's not directly answering the question, rather using it as a springboard to go into the topic in a much broader sense. We find in the Gemara five distinct categories. It follows. The Tzadik the Gemara explains the righteousness that we say has good to him, that's referring to the Tzadik Gomer. The righteous person that we say has bad to him, that's referring to the incomplete Tzadik. And further explained in the Rai Mehemna on Parshas Mishpatim, when we say Tzadik Viraloi, it means that the Ra within him is bent towards the good. And further illustrated in the Gemara at the end of the ninth chapter in Brachis, that the identification of the Tzadik is that his Yetzir Taiv is in control, the Rasha, his Yetzir Harya is in control, and the Benini both are in control. The last source the Alter puts on the table, Amar Yavok Gain Ana Benini, the way it's quoted in Tanya, Ana is me. But in the sources which we have, it seems that he's saying us. He's saying, for example, we are Benanim. It's possible the reason the author was bringing a wise response, not that it has to do directly with the topic, but just because there's a discussion if this statement was said by Rabba or Rava, and by bringing a wise response, it demonstrates that it was a statement said by Rabbah. Either way, Abai responded that if that's the case, 
the master is not leaving anyone to live. And the meaning behind this is because we're taught in the Gemara Rosh Hashanah that if the world would be left without tzaddikim, then the world would be condemned to death. And since no one was greater than Rabbah, if he was not the personality of the tzaddik, then we'd all be condemned to death. The author of it continues, to understand all that we discussed well. And further to understand, the statement that Yev makes as found in Baba Master of the universe, you created Tzadikim, you created Shaim Chulu. The question is, what does that mean? As Hashem doesn't dictate if we're Tzadik or Rosha. And also, we need to understand who is this personality, the Benini. It's impossible to say it's one who's half sinful and half righteous. Because if that's the case, how could Rabba make the gross error of thinking he was in the category of the Benini? And we know about him. That we know about him, that he didn't stop the learning of Torah to the point that even the angel of death was not able to overpower him. This illustration of Rabba's great stature that the Tanya brings is a little hard to understand, as perhaps this that the angel of death was not able to overpower him was only at that particular moment. It's not clear how this illustrates that his entire personality was on this level. But anyways, so the author of finishes asking, How is it possible that he could, by saying that he's a benneath, say that he possibly is half sinful? The further question we have with the personality of the Benini, a person does a sin, they're immediately called a complete Rasha. And if following they do Tshuva, they're immediately called a complete Tzaddik. And this applies not only to things that are Deraisa, the same would apply to Dirabanans, as is found in the second chapter of Yvamis and the first chapter of Nida. And even someone who could have objected someone else's transgression and he didn't, it's called the Rasha, as, as is found in the sixth chapter of Shavuos. And all the more so, someone who has the capacity to spend a specific time in Torah study and doesn't, on him, the Gemara Sanhedrin, Tzadi Tes Aleph, applies the verse, that he has disgraced the word of Hashem. He should be cut off the Gemara. And it's obvious that in such a case, to make a Rosha to fame is that he's even more so called a Rosha more than the person who just transgresses a Darabanan. So, if all these cases a person is classified as a Rosha, we're forced to acknowledge that the personality of the Benini is not someone who has 
the transgression of neglecting Torah. So this could start to explain how Rabbah made the error to think that he's a Benini. And that concludes Parak Aleph Part 1. I would love to hear your feedback, your questions, your comments. You can message, you can take a look for a link in the description for an email address. 